Welcome to the Your Life Choices podcast with me, John Deeks. Our mission here is to deliver up-to-date, independent, authoritative information and essential resources anywhere, anytime and on any device for Australians seeking affordable solutions in retirement or indeed those of us who still are in the workforce. You are very welcome. And back in the 70s, as a young announcer, my dream of working at the number one radio station in Melbourne was realised when I scored the midnight to dawn shift on Radio 3UZ. During that time, I met another announcer by the name of Peter Byrne, who, along with our partners, also worked at the station. We became the Four Musketeers. And one of our escapades, and my God, there were certainly many, was to take our very first trip to Europe. And what an adventure we had. Now, as time went on, we we did sort of drifted apart. And now, some 40 years later, I've reconnected with Peter. And after a lunch recently, I was fascinated to hear of Peter Burns' health transformation from the person I remember as a wine-guzzling, steak-eating, cigarette-smoking son of a gun to the person I see before me right here today, a picture of health and vitality. Peter Byrne, welcome to Your Life Choices. What a pleasure to be here, Dixie. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be anywhere at our age, isn't it? It is. Now, and your father, who I remember very clearly as somebody who was full of vitality as well, passed away just recently? A couple of years back, but he made it to 101. 101 how, years. How was he at 101? Eight months and three days. Not so great, I have to say, to be no. really honest. I mean, I always talk about it and say, oh, Dad made it to 101. He was great. And everyone says, oh, that's great. Wow. The last five or six years weren't so mm. sensational for him. I remember the time you told me that your dad used to do an exercise in the car at a stoplight. He would tense his stomach muscles. Remember you telling me that? I do remember now. I'd forgotten that yeah. he did that. And now, I remember quite a myself. few things, uh, you know, uh, from back in the day, but that is one. I thought, what a great idea and because and, he was a very fit man. He was. He was a very active man. He was a, a hunter-shooter fisherman. Yeah. So he travelled a lot and hunter went Hunter-gatherer. Hunter-gatherer of some kind. Well... He did eat the catch that he caught, which was ducks mainly. Yeah. He shot the living daylights out of them. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, he travelled around Australia with mates into his 90s. Wow. Camping out under the stars. There you go. He went to the Dig Tree, which is the Birkin Wills famous was, tree. He was a beyond grey nomad. He, he was, was really. a grey, grey, grey nomad. So how long do you, do you hope to live? Do you hope to outlive your father's age? I fully intend to. How are you going to do that? Well, I've made up my mind. That's the first thing you have to do. Nothing happens until a decision is taken. So sure. I've taken a decision. It's, it's time to, uh, since I couldn't beat him at golf all my entire <laughs> bloody life, I could not beat the old man at golf, I decided, well, I can beat him at one thing, I can live longer than him. Yeah, well, that's one thing to sort of be able to say it. But, uh, but let's go back a little bit. Um, the time when we used to go to that steakhouse in Richmond where they would put that amount of garlic sitting on top of a steak and the, the guy would come around and squirt um, some grammanio or something down our throats. Remember that place? I remember what that. Was, what was it called? That was Henry's. En- oh, Enrique. Right. Enrique. Yeah, and fantastic. the steak you're referring to was a chorizo with chimichurri sauce. Oh my gosh. And they used to be, and, and remember the, the garlic steak with that amount of garlic. It was ridiculous. We couldn't go on, <coughs> couldn't go on air the next day. No. You had to put signs on the studio don't enter garlic. Exactly. We used to do some terrible things to our bodies, and we most did. of us did, including smoking. You stopped smoking, obviously, but you also wrote a book. I did. We were all smokers, weren't we? It yeah, was just sure. what you did. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we were reckless and young and foolish and 
Knew no better. Full of life. Knew no better. But had the best time. People do pay for these uh, excesses sometimes if they're unlucky and yep. if they're careless and if they don't do something to correct it. So there, there is a pattern that you can set in your youth and young adulthood that can last you all your way through your life and you get sick late in life and not well and you suffer. But eventually, hopefully, you see the light and you think, well, I've got to live longer than my father mm, anyway. Sure. So, yeah, the smoking thing, um, Rhonda was my partner at the time, you and Sue and Rhonda mm. and I off to Europe together in mm. uh, 1975. Um, Rhonda found out she was pregnant with our first child and quit smoking, like, on the spot. Just right. quit. So I thought, well, I need to follow suit. So I quit the next day. And that lasted for good, about good two for weeks. You. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Given up cigarettes many, many times yeah. successfully. So that, uh, yeah, didn't survive the, uh, the month really. So on and off over the years I became a, a regular quitter of cigarettes. But we both knew that we needed to stop. It's just what a question. What cycle? Going back, um, I wrote a book called When Would Now Be a Great Time to Stop Smoking? And in the book I tell the story about a sales trainer named Brian Tracy very successful and famous, well-known in the international marketing circles, who had a very fine affirmation that he used to say. It helped me a lot in my post-radio career because after radio, I spent some time in real estate. And it's a big job in real estate, confronting people face-to-face in their homes, talking about their decision to sell their biggest asset and make a decision on you know, the future of their lives, really. And you've got a big responsibility sitting and you're sitting facing people needing to help them, needing to serve Guide them, them through, and make yeah. sure that everything works to the optimal for them. When you're a disc jockey, like you and me, mm. you sit in a room on your own talking to yourself, mm. basically, don't mm. you? There's no one around. Mm. You can be whoever you like. But when you're face-to-face with someone in their living room and if they've got a $2 million house, you can't be someone you're not. Mm. You have to be real. And uh, radio was a great excuse to not polish those skills that we really need in life. So what did you learn from him? I learned one little affirmation he used to say outside appointments before he went in. He would sit in the car and he'd say, I like myself. 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 And if you say it 10 or 15 or 20 times passionately, you can't help but feel good. You can't help but elevate your mood. You can't help but become more confident and a bit more direct and, um, and, and more caring and more energi- energised, um, and it really worked. So, so I used did to you do have it. a cigarette while you were saying that? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Sit in the car outside having the cigarette, but saying, I like myself, I like myself, and then go in and talk to people. <laughs> Hello, I'm Peter Byrne. Um, so how did that help stop smoking? Well, because I used a different affirmation. I decided that I needed to stop smoking. So yeah. if, I, if I'm a smoker and I need to stop being a smoker – then I need to become a non-smoker. So that's the person that I need to become. The reason people smoke is not because of nicotine addiction, it's not because of habit, it's not because they taste so damn good, it's because they're smokers. Sounds self-evident and trite. But isn't nicotine a drug? It's addictive. It is, it is. And people who are addicted to it are smokers. Yeah. So if you can change your identity from being a smoker into being a non-smoker, doesn't matter why you, if you're smoking while you're doing it, which yeah. is what my 100-day process takes people through 100 days. Till they get to the last day of the 100, they're still smoking, but they'll never smoke again after the 100th day. Because wow. Because they're, they're not smokers anymore. Is it a bit like... Um, they stop being smokers about day to, 50. Uh, to help an alcoholic, they have to understand, you know, agree that they are an alcoholic. 
Um, you know, you have to have that within yourself to go, yes, I'm an alcoholic, I need help. Because uh, the denial, of course, is one of the big you know, stop gaps between you and success of quitting, whether it be drugs, cigarettes or alcohol. I sometimes think it's the opposite in, in a strange sort of way. Uh-huh. Until you become a non-smoker... See, the alcoholic will always go on through you his or her life saying, who, I am and I'm, a, I'm, a non, I'm a non-smoker, of course, but uh, <laughs> one of those people who said, I've quit smoking, you should too, you no, know. Thank Why God. are you all smoking? You know, one of those. <laughs> That's right. How can you tell if someone's a vegan? Yeah. yeah. Well, wait five minutes, they'll tell you. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, all right, because well, there's so many things I want to cover, but uh, the book is called... When would now be a great time to stop smoking? Gosh, where could I get that book, Pete? Well, the website, John. <laughs> Which is? Is um, heystopsmoking.com. Hey, stop, hey. Hey, H-E-Y, heystopsmoking.com. Oh, that's fantastic. So, look, if you are smoking or you know someone who does, is a smoker, why not? What have you got to lose but that smoker's cough? Gee, wasn't that an ad? Anyway, um, but so congratulations on that. Thank you. Now let's get to the, uh, let's get to the drinking. Ah, now you're talking. <laughs> I'll start with this. Have you have you uh, have you given up the plonk? No. Oh, there you no, are. I'm not. Well, but- I, and over lunch, you said, "What are you drinking?" I said, "Oh, just water." Mm. And you said, "Waiter, wine. <laughs> Bring us wine." Well, it was a long time since we'd seen each other, and That's I must true. tell the listeners what your opening yeah. remark was. Which was very fine. It was a very fine opening remark. After how long had it been? Forty oh, years. For, Forty years or something. So I'm sitting I did, there. I did ring you and say, "Oh, by the way, I've gone through trans- transition. <laughs> uh, I wish to be known as Dorothy." And you've gone, oh, jeez, what, what am I going to see? What, what, what's going to happen? Was even she's going to turn up in a big frock. It was even better than that. You said Doris. <laughs> ah, the Doris wasn't. Sorry, you're gone. So I'm sitting at the restaurant. And Waiting you, for Doris. You rocked up after 40 years and you said, now, as I was saying, <laughs> just broke me up. Oh, well, there you go. It was sensational. And at the very end, if you recall. You disappeared into the innards of the restaurant. Yes. Came out, and I thought, I think he's just paid for the bill. Damn I it, did. Damn it. Yeah, well. And you I know. said, thank you so much for that. And you said, that's all right, you got the last one. <laughs> £3, 7 and 6 I remember it well. I didn't realise I was that funny. You were. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. I love it. It was uh, great. By the way, it's not going to be 40 years till we go out again, and you are paying for the next one. I certainly am. So tell me about your eating regime from uh, big steaks with uh, lots of cigarettes and lots of wine and everything else to the man I see in front of me who looks he's full of vitality and feeling fantastic at, uh, at your young age of? Do I say it now? Yeah. Can we edit it out later? No, and no, put no. In... I'm, I'm, I'm a minute away from 70 on May the 1st. Anything I know. in gold. I know. Go ahead. I was always the oldest of the four of us, oh, if you remember. Right. So you are? 55 and a few months. Excellent. Quite a few months. Terrific. But I, this will give you a clue. The website that we talked about over lunch. Think of the, the Second World War? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a post-war <laughs> boomer. Oh, yeah, sure. Thank God. Uh, just, skin of my teeth. Um, but the, uh, the thing we talked about over lunch was, uh, now I've gone blank and can't remember what we talked about over lunch I, and we didn't have wine. But do you know, people say, oh, you're turning 70 on May the 1st, Dixie. How do you feel? I said, I feel fantastic because I've made it. And there's a lot of people out in Spring Vale who'd like to switch places with me. I can tell you now, pal. You are not kidding. And I feel, I feel wonderful. I'm very proud to have made it to the big 7-0. And I hope to, uh, like you, uh, now, when you turned 80, I hope that uh, – I'm sorry, Peter. I'm kidding. But, I mean, I look forward to having many lunches with you in the future, sir. Totally, totally. And tell us, All right, tell us about the transformation. And that's the reason why I became excited about this idea of – 
um, the future website. So the hey, stop smoking's up and running and that's done. But the one, the major project of my life, and it's the love of my life, really, yes. is the next website. It's a passion project. It is. It is a real passion project. When you said to me over lunch, hey, any hobbies? What do you do? And I thought, hmm, I don't think I have any. So, but you do. <laughs> very boring. But uh, my passion is health and well-being, being well, being fit, being healthy. Your Life Choices is all about looking after our seniors and giving them advice, whether it be financial, whether it be health. So I'd like to get the Peter Byrne uh, rundown of uh, being healthy into our later life. Well, without the health, what's the point of the wealth? Mm. There's no point. And that's the, that's the reason Can't that take it with you, Pete. Cannot indeed. So the website that I'm planning is called healthbeyond70.com. So that'll give you a clue. What will it contain? Well... I should have called it health way beyond 70, I guess, because the thing is healthy decades of 70s, 80s and 90s are actually your birthright. They, there's no point limping to the line or staggering to the 70th sure. birthday and then your health's compromised or even destroyed. And that's what's happening to so many people in Western society. The lousy diet for 70 years, you know, we had the lousy for the first 20, but sure. after that it's bad lifestyle choices, maybe some inherited genes. They all combined mean that the future beyond 70 is looking really bleak. Illness, mm. serious disease, um, doctors, hospitals, maybe some chemotherapy, a bit of heart surgery, you know, stents are like belly buttons these days. Everyone yeah. seems to have one. But it's not meant to be that way. When you get to 70, theoretically, kids are grown up, no responsibilities, no problems. Careers pretty well over and done. You've, you've uh, made your living. You don't have to worry now about where the next meal's coming from. You don't have to go to work. You're not answerable to anyone else. You've got uh, assets. You're comfortable. This is the time when you need to experience life in its fullest. You yeah, don't yeah. have. Uh, and for your 70s, 80s and 90s, that opportunity isn't there for people because they're sick. So I discovered that if you give your body what it wants and it, it isn't really very much, really good things happen. Like what? Stunning things. Like, I can't believe the transformation in me, and it's just over the last uh, couple of years, say, and I haven't really done that much. I changed what I eat, and I walk a bit. That's it. Really, that is it. And it, your body's an extraordinary instrument. It'll turn you into super health all by itself if you give it a go. And you don't have to be a nutritional expert or a health guru. You just have to do a few basic and simple things. And that's what I want to talk about in that website, um, Health Beyond 70. Okay, so what kinds of foods do you eat today? And what should we be putting into our body as fuel beyond 70? I eat a whole food, plant-based diet. Mm -hmm. So whole foods are a big talking point these days. They are. They are, and, and for good reason. So a whole food, plant-based diet is I'm indifferent about using the word vegan because vegan has connotations, it has negativity, and you can be a very unhealthy vegan. You can mm. eat crap vegan food really, and get sick and overweight and, and suffer all the illnesses of Western society that kill people anyway. So, so what should we be So whole foods is, is whole plant food, plant-based whole food nutrition. So it's not processed in any way. Mm -hmm. I mean, potato chips and Coca-Cola, they're all vegan. You can stuff yourself full of those and it's vegan. It's not animal content. No, no way would I have a Coca-Cola. <laughs> would you touch the stuff or, or the processed muesli bars and all of the stuff? If it's made in a plant, don't eat it. If it is a plant... Eat it. Is oh, a, there's our tag. It's a basic. Give, me, give that to me again. Fundamental. That, that is sensational. If it's made in a plant, don't eat it. But if it is a plant, eat it. 
There's our headline. Fantastic. There's our promo. Well, we all know someone who, you know, like um, my very best mate from school, and I, I like you, lost touch with him over yeah. the years. Yeah. I thought back in January this year, I thought I must catch up with Johnny Breen. Yeah. I thought, hmm, okay, I'll, I'll Google him. That'll be the first thing I'll do. Google, the first thing I saw was his funeral notice from two weeks earlier. No. Yes. Dead at 70. Oh, dear. My best buddy from school. One of my former bosses, uh, we talk to each other on our birthdays every year. Two birthdays ago, he says, oh, Pete, I've just been diagnosed with prostate cancer. He was 66. Oh. He's still struggling through with it, but he's going through all of that pain. My best mate from uni days, smoker all his life, fatal heart attack at 69. And uh, his wife was uh, 62, just had a double mastectomy about six months back. So breast cancer. And all those superstars that we worked with at Three Years End. But you can't possibly imagine that all those people have met their demise or in in sickness through eating the wrong foods, Peter? Is that what you're saying? It's the food. Lifestyle? It's the food. Tell me about your lunch. Tell me about your breakfast. Tell me about your dinner. Okay. Well, I can tell you my essential daily foods. Please. If I can, I can give you a list Go of those life. things that uh, you you just have to have every day. Um, the first thing I have in the morning is oats. A bowl of oats. I love oats. Oats, love oats. are okay. They are the healthiest grains on the earth. They're the amongst. And the I most... love blueberries. <laughs> That's my next topic. Oats and blueberries together. Antitoxins and all that kind of stuff. Every morning for breakfast. Beautiful, beautiful. Keep you regular. Well, they low blood sugar, um, reduced risk of heart disease. Do I have milk on it? Do loaded have, with what, vitamins. What do I have on it? You, uh, you can have a plant milk, plant-based milk. Well, I can't have it out of a cow. That's not a factory. We can talk about dairy no. till the cows come home. All right. And, uh, um, yeah, so oatmeal. The beautiful thing about oatmeal that I've discovered is porridge is messy. You know, there's pots and it's yeah. glunky and yeah. it's hard to wash up. Take a bowl of oatmeal, just oats. Yeah, Pour your plant-based milk of choice over it the night before. Sorry, just just back up. What's Could a plant-based? Any anything that's non-dairy. All right. Plant plant-based milk, okay. soy milk, almond milk, hemp milk, any of those kinds of non-dairy okay. milks. Right. Um, pour that over it. A cup of oatmeal, two cups of milk, and a cup of blueberries. Put it in the fridge overnight. And what happens in the morning? In the morning, you gobble it down. You Beautiful. don't have to cook it. It's there's no mess, and it's the most. Nutritious and direct way to get all of the benefits of oats. And a good way to start the day. And blueberries. Did you know blueberries are especially powerful for uh, slowing brain ageing? Ooh, I'll they, take that anytime. Yeah. The, as um, Dr. Michael Greger is one of the leading health nutrition experts, he's got a website called nutritionfacts.org, yep, yep. Great, great website. He says two of the most dreaded consequences of dementia with ageing are problems moving, so moving around, sure. and difficulty remembering things. So dementia robs older adults of their independence, their control, their identity, in fact. Yeah. So fruits and vegetables, there's about 4,000 different plant chemicals. They're called polyphenols. But blueberries have the best of them for brain health. They are called anthrocyanidins. Yeah. You know, they're little blue-purple pigments Uh. which are uniquely capable of crossing the blood-brain barrier. So these little blueberry bits, these Eat bits, blueberries. All right, I get yeah, it. What, they, what am I having for lunch? And they keep you, they keep you mentally right. alert. Great. Okay, blueberries, so good for oatmeal, the brain, good for the yeah, everything. Oatmeries, uh, oatmeries and blueberries. All right, what am I having for lunch? Lunch is best eaten as a salad. 
Uh-huh. Any kind of salad, any kind of dark green leafy vegetables because they are the powerhouse of nutrients. If you don't get a green smoothie into you every day, have a salad for lunch. But if you can have a smoothie, you put a whole stack of greens into it, as many green vegetables as you can, full of vitamin A and C and antioxidants and fibre and folate and vitamin K and all the good stuff. Yeah. Um, so if you put those in and get your omega-3s through a simple addition to your smoothie of some chia seeds, some hemp seeds and some flax seeds. Right. Mix those all in with your greens and fruit. Lots of fruit, three or four different fruits. Blueberries are good. I put blueberries in every smoothie. Uh, Banana. um, I put a pear and a kiwi fruit in the smoothie. Just blend it all up. Fantastic. Drink it down. Yeah, I'm going to ask you at the end just where is a good place to go and get the right foods so you know because you might be able to get it at the supermarket or whatever so i'll ask you that at the end okay dinner dinner i eat why my spouse is sometimes steak my spouse is in melbourne a lot and i'm up in our country home up bush near castlemaine yeah and uh, if i'm on my own up there i will eat my regular meal of sweet potatoes mashed Mm, beautiful with Steamed veggies, all different kinds, whatever I've got. But the mm. cruciferous vegetables in particular, like cauliflower and broccoli and Brussels sprouts, um, pumpkin and What about carrot. fish? Haven't seen one for a little while. Mate, there's heaps of them around the water. Yeah, the waters of the world. Factory. The waters of the world are so contaminated mm. that fish is probably one of the worst foods you can have. Oh, no. It is. I know, I know. Well, you see, we've done the 70 years. What about the trout farm? I have the trout farm. The next 30 years are the really important ones. All right. Okay. So I'll tell you my top 10 essential daily foods. Go for it. We've talked about blueberries. We've talked about oats. Nutritional yeast. That's something I just put into my smoothie. A couple of spoonfuls of it. Fantastic for um, protein, all the nine essential amino acids. Really, really good stuff. Dark green leafies, oats, bananas, shallots. Yeah, Shallots sure. are rich in iron and um, a fantastic source of, uh, well, better than onions, really, in terms of their ability to reduce cell mutation, ward off cancers. So shallots, really, really groovy. Black beans. You can eat as many beans as you like. You should have three servings of beans a day. Not too many people get that much into them, but... Ooh, plenty of out, too. One can is two servings. Right So if you have black beans in particular, they're three times cheaper than chicken and beef and fish. Fantastic. And loaded with fibre and potassium mm. and folate. That's that B vitamin your body needs to make DNA. Mm. So for healthy DNA, um, beans, turmeric. Yes, turmeric. I should have go, that every morning. Ah, good on you. Yeah, turmeric should go in your um, in your sweet potato mash. That's how you you okay. do it. You must put black pepper with it. You must sprinkle black pepper right, on the top. And listen, you've got all these recipes, so st- stop rabbiting on now. I want to know where I can get all this fantastic food. Well, I think in your whole food produce. I didn't department mean to say rabbit, by the way. At your supermarket. Uh, oh, really? Or if you're looking for organic food, I think that's probably. Taking it to Do the, I have to go over to Brunswick or, you know, um, you know to, Parramatta to, or somewhere to Terra Madre to, to, to find, um, you know, the right stores? Terra Madre is Can you get it online? A Can wonderful you? outlet. I think they do stuff online too. I would just Google organic um, fresh foods. Tell me about the website and when it will be up and running. Well, now that we've spoken and now that I'm putting myself out there, there's yeah. a big responsibility on me to get it up and running. Yeah. I've got many pages prepared for it. I just haven't actually... Con- condensed it all. Condensed it all and put it up. And You're not going to frighten me, are you? Got it running. But Health Beyond 70 yeah. is going to be my baby for the next 30 years. When you put the website up, it's not going to frighten me. And you're going oh. to, you know, you're going to make, you take me through gently, won't you? Yeah. <laughs> you lead a fairly healthy no, life, I don't mean, you? Because uh, it's also like a bit confronting because I, I guess I, you know, I love meat. Okay. I love fish. Mm-hmm. Um, I never eat, 
you know, the, uh, the, the hamburgers at regular places like that ever. Um, I have been known to go down to South Melbourne and get a hamburger occasionally from down there. So, I mean, obviously, um, and I would be, you know, wouldn't you be furious if I outlived you? I would be. Wouldn't you be just, you know what, I, I might just do that just to piss you off. I'd be spitting vegan <laughs> chips. <laughs> Peter, please come back again. Just one more plug, please, for the, uh, the smoking uh, website. Oh, heystopsmoking.com. Heystopsmoking.com. And we, the book, by the way, is $9.95. The book is less than $10. You're kidding it's me. It's thousands How much of is a packet of cigarettes exactly. these days? About $400 For or something, isn't it? Less than half a packet of a cigarette. You please, you've got to come back food. again. Um, I didn't know how this was going to travel. I thought you, you know, I didn't know if, if it was going to be fantastic fun or if it was going to be the most boring half hour of my life. Oh, I'm sorry. Or if, if you were a nutbag uh, turned into a crazy man or whether you, whatever you were, and you are sensational. Um, you look great. You've got some terrific advice, and I really, really would love you to come back and talk more about it, especially when the website's up and running, and I hope that soon. That's very touching to hear, and thank you, and yeah, I'd love to come back. And My see dear you. friend of uh, many, 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 many decades, Mr. Peter Byrne, has been our very special guest on Your Life Choices. Pete, stay well, and uh, next time lunch is on you. 